1: Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 in Indian School or online at ChapmanDodge.com. Get more.
3: A little bit of everything, and do some singing, some dancing, some chatting with the guests, the skits, the monologues, the comedy.
2: Wonderful comedy!
3: It really is a lot of fun. Yeah. 98. It's Thursday morning. We're one week removed already from our silly Thanksgivings. One week away. Two more. It'll be, uh, you know, start looking at vacations and Christmas time, where everybody's going to sit around and go, "I'm not going to work for two weeks." But. That'd be a good opportunity to just take everybody on the holidays and sit them down and make it so they can't do anything. I'd be fine with that. I thought
0: that's kind of the direction it would go. What do you mean? The, I mean, kind of lockdown. That's what I'm saying. It'd be
3: great if everybody just did it. I'm like, wow, we can stop talking about all this nonsense. Uh, Speaking of nonsense, Brett's out there this morning. Black Rock Coffee Bar. (laughs) He's on Bell Road and 67th Avenue. Are you all right? You getting tickled? What's What's going on, Elmo? No, oh, I'm all right. Well, i talking about nonsense, and you bring me up. Thanks oh, yeah. a lot, Well, uh, you know, that's what I do, buddy. It's what I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, pal. Uh, he's at Black Rock Coffee Bar. Uh, last chance for you guys to get... Man, you're like a tickle-me Italian this morning. You're just giggling like crazy. <laughs> that's you... the only
2: thing that's keeping me warm out
3: here. It's cold. <laughs> the laughing keeps him warmer. Uh, you got the thing for <laughs> Sanderson, uh, and they are... Uh, the Operation Santa Claus thing. Every year uh, seems to be uh, more and more impressive. This is pretty cool. You can get yourself a Sanderson Ford or a Sanderson Lincoln, just by going down there and talking with Brett. Brett, tell them how to do it. Go. That's right. Just come on down here. Uh, we're taking donations, cash donations of five bucks or uh, five cans of food. We'll get you in the
2: drawing. Not only for, you know, you can walk away with a Brandon Sanderson Lincoln or a Ford, but on top of that, you know, even if you don't win that, you don't win the grand prize, we're still going to hook you up with 98 eight cent coffees while we're hanging out here. We'll be hanging out here until about 10 o'clock and, uh, you know, flash that app, and get to, uh, Whatever KUPD swag I got left, I, somebody actually took that Vince Neal CD. What? My Vince Neil CD's yeah, gone. Like, yeah, right after I mentioned it, he goes where's that Vince Neil CD? I'm like, you, really? All right, dude, here you go. Wow. But uh, and I pawned off a of David Bowie CD. I mean, I've I've what? had all the classic what? stuff. You, yeah. You took, wait a minute,
3: you've got Cass Alexis box. What are you doing with all that stuff? Bowie and you Vince Neil had a KUPD sticker on it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did it still say this the thing morning thing mayor on it nice as well? Time.
2: <laughs> That's, that sounds kind of
3: old brett a
2: bowie yeah, CD? yeah it, it was yeah and it was like from 93 it's like you know one of those ones that nobody cares about anymore but anyway Spider- so yeah wow. i'm pulling off all the outdated stuff
3: yeah get rid of whatever's in that closet evidently we're gonna kill Everything ourselves must go yeah. we're, we're gonna we're gonna commit suicide yeah. and we're giving away all of our stuff well there you go well brett's yeah. got all the finest merchandise you could ever imagine out at the van well the good thing is black rock coffee bar still giving you 98 cent drinks out there when you yeah. go out and help out, that's pretty cool. Five bucks or a five cans of food for Operation Santa Claus, and you might win a Ford or a Lincoln from Sanderson, which is pretty great. And uh, yeah, there you go. All right, Brett, get out of the cold. We'll see you in a little bit. All right, there you go, Bert. Meet Bert Day out there at uh, Black Rock Coffee, uh, Bell Road and Sixty Seventh. You can catch him right before he takes off here in the next few minutes. They Easy got that new
0: enough. Bronco in the showroom right now. They do. Sanderson. Yeah. Is it? Did you see it yet yeah, in person? I've, no, not in person. Oh, the
3: pictures of it are there next week. It's a good looking car. Nothing about that is, uh, you know, displeasing the, to the eye.
1: Was it you that you used to have an old Ford Bronco?
3: I never, I had a, well, no, I never had a Bronco. I had a, uh, what the heck was that thing called? The old Ford the Bronco 2? Oh, I had a Bronco 2. What the? Is one? that the skinny one? The little tiny one. Is it? I had a 1990 Bronco 2. It's pretty sweet. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. The windows
3: curve for no reason. They have these bubble windows in the back. Bronco 2. Not something you want returned to the uh, to the masses, but this Bronco they've got is pretty great. <clears throat> that was oh, I had that uh, Blazer Tahoe. or a, a, a Tahoe. Chevy. Yeah, the Chevy Tahoe for a while. It was too big. There's nothing. Oh, to, nothing yeah. to do with that. yeah. There's the Bronco too, especially the 1990 version. Oh yeah, mine was that, Sandalwood Brown. If you're interested, it's kind of like that one
0: in Milwaukee. That was our newsmobile for uh, the Bronco <laughs> and too. That thing was constantly broken down. Yeah,
3: they uh, that, that's the uh, I got the last year of it. Which we talked earlier about never get the first uh, never one, get the never last, get the last yeah. one either because they're pretty much done They've with it. it. So, they they're, you know, they're out of parts. Yeah. yeah, the '90 was like, we're, yeah, and then you try to get it fixed and like it's a Bronco too. We don't even get parts for this anymore. That's sort of what mine looked like right there. Uh, mine was one color though, and it was mostly that champagne brown. And that's, so that's
0: the,
1: the, that's uh, the original. Bronco, so the good story is that the about, old sky window there is that yeah, the wraparound
3: window stopped like three inches over the curve. Did it? Oh. So here's the fun part of that. Me and some friends, Chris Wellick, Chris Van Der and Mark Stebbings went camping, right? And we were up in Payson. And uh, this this Bronco 2 had enough room. Chris was about 6'6". Six, six. We're all about 6 feet tall. Chris is about 6'6". Oh, yeah. Six. How do you get three people in it? Well, we, we had four people in it, but we, we were all supposed to get our tents up. But the tents, we couldn't figure out our new tents, none of us. And they kept collapsing with the wind. So I'm like, screw this. I'm sleeping in my car. So I fold the seats down. And I get in the Bronx and I say, I got to wrap on the thing. Big six foot six, uh, Chris Wellick. I'm like, get out of here. You're not getting in here. No, you're too big. You're going to take up the whole So he goes back to his tent. Uh, Stebbings comes over. He gets in because he's normal size. I'm like, all right, that's it. It's like a queen size bed back here. Two of us can do this. That's it. Vandersan gets He climbs in. I'm like, oh, there's three men in the back of a car. This is borderline like Bordello. <laughs> We're about to sell tickets to what's going on. Well, it's like, screw you guys. Lays his big six foot six inch body over the three of us, right? So all of our hot air breathing and all this stuff all night long, you wake up, something oh. smelled so bad in that car oh. that I couldn't figure out what was going on. Uh, it woke up every scent in the carpet of the car, too.
1: Oh, the moisture brought it's it out. It infused so with the fibers. It
3: gets worse. So we're driving back, and it's hot. Cause it's you know, and we, it's summertime. you are camping and pacing because it's hot. So we came back. A couple days of 110, you can't get in my car anymore. There's something going on. I found out earlier... That when my dad borrowed the car and went to Rocky Point, he spilled a roadside shrimp igloo cooler oh, all over right. the back of the that's thing, right. and so we woke that up with bad breath and shrimp stink, and mostly the, stebbings.: It was all stebbings, but it was just disgusting. So somebody had to buy that bronco too, and I'm telling you, when I traded that in, it was more air freshener than car. I coated that carpet and then put that powder on there and vacuumed. But the next hot day, the person who bought that, you'd have sworn a dead body was in that car. So There's
0: people that look for those because yeah, they get a great a discount A friend on of them. mine at
3: Tony Roma's got one at a police auction. Was oh. a they found a body in it, and you couldn't get it out of the paint. No. The inside of the car stunk forever. He replaced the seat. It didn't matter. That's what was going on with this. Bronco too. I'll get that Bronco, though. That thing's pretty neat. I like that. But uh, I'm a Jeep guy, so, it's, you know, there's, there's a little rivalry there already with the Broncos and the Jeeps. I can imagine what it's going to be like on the trail. First Jeep that pulls a Bronco out or first Bronco that pulls a Jeep out, there's going to be bragging rights for quite a while between that group.
0: Then then the battery-powered Tesla. Psh,
3: bring oh, that garbage pile out. Moon the woods, vehicle. Please. You know what's going to be fun about that when they break down? Nobody's going to be able to help you. That thing and the worst part is the four wheel drive trails are gonna be littered with these idiot electric vehicles because I've been with guys who when their cars when their jeeps have a thing or their you know their Broncos bust, uh they can fix it with like string or a t shirt yeah. or something. That Tesla goes down out there, we're just gonna have well that trail's closed forever until we can helicopter this big dumb hunk of metal out of here. I don't want the Teslas to be off road. That Broncos pretty. It's pretty. And Bronco fans who are out there saying, you're the Broncos, you know, if you do a little reading about the Bronco, even the Ford people said, we took the best parts of the Jeep. (laughs) The axles are Jeep. Basically, the build is Jeep. They did Rubicon and they put a shell on it. So if it's any good, it's just because it's a Jeep with another shell. You know that. That's built Ford tough, John. That's right. Courtesy of the designers at Jeep. Because that's basically what they did. They called and go, "Uh, you win. Can't beat you, join you. What are you guys using down there on this, this, and this? And they just rebuilt it. Same exact stuff. Like the Dana 44 up front. It's the same. It's cute cute that you put a new cap on your kid. That's a fun little ballpark you're playing in there. It's just a new stadium. Same parts. Same game. Uh, They are pretty, though. It's a good-looking car. Uh, I was talking uh, to a guy online and said... uh, I noticed it yesterday. I wondered if there'd be controversy. I didn't expect it, but there is. Chris Collinsworth was talking about fans during uh, yesterday's Wednesday afternoon football. All my rowdy friends were there for Wednesday afternoon and uh, watching the game and stuff. And Chris Collinsworth did. Uh, You got it there? Mm -hmm. Hit hit play. This is. He's a fan. In particular, the ladies that I met, they had really specific questions about the game. I was like, wow, you're just blown away by how strong the fans are here in this town. Talking about the Steeler fan and how the city is just all about Pittsburgh football, all about Steeler football. And Chris Collins said, and I was surprised most that the ladies of the city were so into it. They had pointed questions. As a compliment. Yeah. But basically what he's saying is yeah. normally these dumb women, and they had really good questions this time, only in Pittsburgh. Now, in my head as I'm watching, I'm thinking the Pittsburgh ladies will take that as a compliment, but ladies in all the other cities Chris Collinsworth goes to for football are going to hear, Unacceptable. this is the only city I go to where the ladies are smart about football. Otherwise, they're just dumb rocks and sex objects. <laughs> Boswell with the kick, what is he doing? So – I expected a little like, mm, somebody's going to say, no. It's kind of popping. It's blowing up. i got a bunch of emails of people going, have you seen this, Chris Collinsworth? How come you can't say that a group of people who haven't been traditionally interested in football are now coming around? Stepping up. Right. You guys didn't, like women in bunches, I don't think anybody's really mad. Who's mad about this? Who's angry at it? To make it to where they got to attack Chris Collinsworth. Now he's going to have to apologize. I'll tell you who it is. I hope he doesn't apologize. It's the same people. That thinks Sarah Fuller accomplished something last week.
1: Oh, did you hear? So now Sarah Fuller, yeah.
3: So the kicker for uh, Vanderbilt, not really. Uh, there's like 13 soccer players that said we'd have done it. Yeah, and they're like, mm, t- just to try to prove it was a publicity stunt. You know, they're like, we were all, nobody asked us on the on the. Uh, I played soccer in a club league, and Vanderbilt. I'm, I'm more than willing to do that. Could clear like, the field. We didn't ask you. I, mean, I know you didn't ask me. That's the point we're making. So uh Sarah Fuller now they announced is going to kick again this weekend and they're going to let her do a real kick. And uh and the problem I have is that people are now some of the players are like I'm not I'm not participating. Yeah, if, they
1: if, they, wanna, they want to they want off the
3: team. If we're a PR stunt, I don't want to risk my back and knees for you guys to goof around with this cuz now essentially what you're doing is taking a player off the field cuz The one thing the coaches are doing is saying you kick off, you run directly off the field. You're not the safety valve. You are not on the field. Get off the field.
1: Or like Brady said earlier in the week, you're taking a man off the field. That's exactly right.
3: (laughs) You're getting a man off the field. So now it's 10 versus, you know, so these guys who aren't winning any football games anyway are like, well, I'm not going to play if this is what we are. And now what you're doing is making her Jackie Robinson. Now she's facing Mm -hmm. adversity from her own. I won't play with a girl. And now what you're doing is more of a PR thing by not playing with her. But the same people that think she accomplished something are the same (laughs) ones that are mad at Chris Collinsworth. And eventually it's just going to be nobody can have an opinion during a sports broadcast and it's going to turn to baseball, which is boring to watch. Screw that. What did he say that was so bad?
1: I don't know. Let's listen to it again.
3: Yeah, because, I mean, what I heard was, wow, yeah, I was walking around here. In particular, the ladies that I met, they had really specific questions about the game. I was like, wow, you're just blown away by... How strong the, the, men's the women making points. I can see where you'd be like a he little He didn't bit like,
1: highlight it. He just said he was struck by the, the women. The problem
3: is he's kind of giggling. <laughs> the ladies, which never happens. I like my lady laying down with her legs open. I don't like her talking too much. But when she has questions about football, I was in, man. So it was... But now it's stirred up all over these sports blogs and all this other stuff that Chris Collinsworth should apologize and women are going to be mad and I think I don't like Chris Collinsworth because he's a Cincinnati Bengal, so deep down I'll always harbor that hate towards him. But I think he does a great job. He seemed really a little good.
0: sleepy yesterday. Everybody like, did. Yeah. The game
3: was weird. It was just weird on Wednesday. But, yeah, ladies, if you have a good comment about football, the problem isn't you having the good comment. It's all the other women that think they have good comments that say something stupid. Uh, I'll use Beth, who used to work here as an example. Uh, Used to always act like she knew about football. The worst woman football fan is the one who doesn't know anything about football, pretends to know a lot about football, and then gets mad when you argue with her about how wrong she was. A guy like – I'll use Mark Randall as an example – who comes in and says something really stupid about his Philadelphia Eagles and we all laugh because we're guys – We can bash him and punch and have fun. Mark will go, ah, I said something dumb or whatever, or we'll do that to each other. Like, you don't even know who the lineman is. You're talking about a guy who played, you know, that kind of stuff. When dudes talk, when a girl does it, we have to, like, yeah, great. You're talking football. Fantastic. When Beth, remember when Beth would scream that I should like Austin Collie because he went to Pittsburgh? Uh-huh. Why does that matter? But he was in Kansas. It was in a different state. She didn't really know, but she was getting all uppity. I'm one of the few people who wouldn't have liked Mary from Something About Mary. Because <laughs> so she acted like she knew too much about sports. Just because she banged Brett Favre, as it turns out. That whole movie is basically a girl who you think knows about sports and has the same interests as you, which would be annoying, actually. Uh, and then you find out, oh, she banged Brett Favre, so now all of a sudden, through some sort of sexual osmosis, she's a football expert. Plus, Cameron Diaz was. She's all right. She looked good in the high school stuff. I like that. And then when she, you know when they put her in Miami, the movie kind of changed. I thought Ben Stiller could have done better. She's a woogie girl. But yeah, nobody wants. You don't want your wife being the one that all of a sudden knows everything about football. And if all of a sudden she did, you'd be like, man, you you're paying attention. You're getting this. And it's only sports when you can say. That about somebody. When they take an interest in something and it sticks, and you're like, like Toledo with woodworking. <laughs> yeah. We've never heard you talk about woodworking. We made fun of you like crazy. like You don't know what you're talking about. Now we've seen that you've actually done it a few times, and what we can say, very, like, wow, I made funny at first. Look at you. You know what you're doing. <laughs> because you wouldn't be offended by right. that, because for years, right. you never had an interest in it. To go the
1: sports route, Larry. Larry's a perfect example. If yeah. Larry started coming in here and actually studying and knowing a few things about the sports, we'd all be like, Look at did Larry. You hear
3: what Larry said? Right. Larry, who's been adult about sports right. most of his existence, now knows everything there is to know about football. We'd be impressed by you. For
0: a while, there was that was the advice that you'd go at the workplace. Yeah, if you're going into the company, they they would offer this to the ladies: read the headlines, the newspaper and sports. Where read did the you sports work? Section, and then when you come into the office, really interject some sports around the water cooler. Who get told involved. you that? Oh, I saw it on a lot of oh, uh, I stuff on that. hiring. Uh, here's good ideas when you first started a company.
3: No kidding, yeah. what was it was like the seventies. Just
0: don't jump in right away. You know, go in there. Wow, know what's going on know what's going on. Yeah,
3: be aware. That's yeah. insulting. That's an assumption that you don't know anything. Here's some topics you should probably brush up on, dummy. Because <laughs> they wouldn't do that to anybody else. And I get, but Chris Collinsworth wasn't saying anything bad. And most ladies don't know a lot about sports. It is surprising when women ask great questions about a game. And if you're in Pittsburgh. You can barely tell when the women are women in the first place when they're talking. It's like, Jesus, this gigantic mountain of humanity just asked a great question. I think that's a woman. Yeah, so Chris Collinsworth's going to catch heat, and he's going to have to apologize, and that's stupid.
0: Because it's the same I'm thing. I, there's a part that I think this will – it won't catch heat.
3: It'll go away. Uh, it'll, it'll go away. I hope he doesn't have apologize. Have to apologize. Yeah. He's I have hope to. he just sidesteps it. that. He'll acknowledge something. They have to because there's too much money involved, and once it gets on to. bar stool, and once it starts jumping onto those things, he'll have to say something like, "What I was saying wasn't intended to be rude. I was impressed by the knowledge of the fans in the area." Why did you say? I the women think out? he doubles down. I would love that. Lean into it, man.
1: Just say, <laughs> I, "Look, I was talking to the women, and I am surprised. I don't yeah. talk to a lot of women who know sports. Right. From my Pittsburgh experience, women know their yeah. sports.
3: Most women are dumb." Double <laughs> down. I, I lean That's into dumb. it, Chris. <laughs> my experience, most women are really stupid. So hearing intelligent questions shocked me, and I brought it up in the broadcast.
0: <laughs> what was that one when he was a player talking about oh. how to treat the ladies?
3: Yeah, he he was a... You got to trick him. Yeah, he was a ladies' man. He basically said when you, when you go to a bar, this is a, like from 1981. Yeah. You go to a bar, if you start lying to him about things, you can fool a lady real easy. He basically said they're kind of dumb. You can fool them. So... I'm you like sure. a lunker bass. Yeah. Yeah. You get some <laughs> shinies, They are not bright, Phyllis George. <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to start rolling that clip out again. He's had a pattern and of he's this. He's a sexist. When it comes to football, we're all kind of sexist. Find a guy 100%. who isn't shocked when a girl you didn't know starts spewing football. Like, this chick knows her stuff. Most girls don't know football. You're, that's impressive for a girl. Or you get those girls that came to my house, and that girl I kicked out of my house, Doug Fairchild's wife's friend, yeah. who started to tell everybody, you guys think you know about football? I know more about football than everybody in this room combined. Uh-oh. And the whole room went, oh, here we go. Uh-oh. And I don't know why she did it, because she didn't know anything about football. Because then what are you going to do? And if a guy said it, he'd be like, all right, what's well, a screen pass? <clears throat> I don't know the play. Who's your favorite team?
1: Exactly. That's I love the, the Packers, response.
3: and I love the Cardinals, and I love – I'm like, you have like eight favorite teams. Name two players off of there that aren't the quarterback. Well, it's not like I memorized the – didn't you just say you know more about football than everyone in this room combined? The three Super Bowl would be the yeah. Steelers
0: versus the Browns. <laughs> the,
3: you're 0 for 3 on the, the questions of what's a screen pass, who's your favorite player Is not a quarterback –
1: and remember, you, you invited yeah, this. And you asked
3: for it. Oh, we trashed her. And then I asked her to get out. And a great quote from that moment was Skip Katero because she had big boobs that she used to lead with. And they were kind of hanging out. They were on their last legs. I'm going to tell you that right away. I didn't like this lady, so I don't really care. Uh, she used to be able to get attention Flash those. and say stupid things and get away with it because of her cans. <clears throat> she thought she still had that power. She absolutely did not have that power anymore. She just had big, floppy, massive cans that used to get her in places and say. But then, so Skip, the old man, Skip said, uh, "Well, at least move that bowl of chips out of the way so we can see her one more time before John <laughs> kicks her out." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's it. You go home. It's my birthday. I'm not even supposed to be here." I'm like, "You weren't invited. Somebody drug you here. I'll call you an Uber. I'll my birthday gift to you is a seventeen dollar ride home." So. It's ridiculous. Jay talks says, John, I typically agree with most of the cacao that flows out of your mouth. But, dude, come on with the football stuff. I know a lot of guys that are retarded about football. You're right, and we can yeah. say that. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. When there's a dude who's dumb about football, we say that dude doesn't know anything about football. He's an idiot. And trust me, chicks in the joint, we know pro ball. Stop being a dick. Wow. <laughs> I think Jay knows her stuff about football. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. But when I'm talking about women in general, Jay is not in that category. Jay's in her own little island of. You're a very unique human being, Jay. Goodman. You can hang with the dudes. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you sure can. In fact, I'd hire you to be my bodyguard. I don't say that about a lot of women either. I'd I'd hire this woman to be my bodyguard. Now, is that shocking? A little bit. So yeah. So Chris Collinsworth, stupid. I don't know if she said it. Is she a Cardinals fan? Or is, 49ers. Yeah. Niners, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. San Francisco thing. I don't know what it is, but she likes the Niners. I fell in
0: love with John
2: Brody way back. In the-
3: <laughs> that might be why. It's the Brody years. <laughs> this guy's pretty amazing, man. I want to grow up and look just like him. <laughs> she did. It's great. Uh, but yeah, uh, ladies, uh, you can't get uppity. And it's not even about that. And Sarah Fuller's not accomplishing anything. Even if she kicks again this weekend, it's more PR. And I give it to the Vanderbilt players for getting off the field. Calling her Jackie Robinson. Oh, my God. But now that the players are quitting, they're going to make her look like a hero. I hope, Brady, can we pray to your God real quick, that when Sarah Fuller, dear Brady's God, when Sarah Fuller takes the field this weekend, please have her pull a hamstring on her kick, (laughs) like Steve Irwin did when I watched him at the uh, NFL Pro Day. Right. What if
0: it's a Charlie Brown? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want it to be ball. that bad. No. My,
3: mine's, listen, you're going to love mine. Okay. I remember I told you when Steve Irwin kicked for Channel 15 in front of me and then, ah, Harry!" So I want her to scream out, yeah, heavy And she can't get off the field. She's trying to limp off the field. Per instructions by the coach, get your ass off the field after you kick it. The ball goes about 25 yards in the air. Guy catches it. He's a lumbering fullback who's up back. He's not one of the returners, but he decides, I'm going. Breaks free because the, ki- the, the team didn't know that she only kicked at 25 yards, so they're way past where the line. He's running directly at her. She's limping off the field. She can't do it. Somebody comes up and tries to sit, and then at the last second, thinking it's a guy, another man blocks Sarah Fuller. <laughs> Explodes. Then the Charlie Brown Brady. Then all of her uniform comes off, and she lays naked in all her glory right on Vanderbilt's field. And everyone says, we can't let women play anymore. She looked pretty good without her uniform, though, I'll tell you that. Thanks, Chris. Tell hey, you, those ladies in Vanderbilt. Please. Just an Achilles or something where she's laying on the field. What if she's trampled. laying
0: on the field and that lumbering guy returns it? Mm-hmm. He can hurdle her. No. No. Straight blows over.
3: right through her because it's football. You know how you know you're not very good at football? When the coach says, all right. Once the ball snapped, run off the field as fast as you can.
0: <laughs> and clearly on that first kick, she's more concerned about getting it off the
3: yep. field. Because she shanked it and then ran. But again, in any sport, I'll tell you, in any sport, no matter, uh, no matter what, if the coach says, all right, uh, when LeBron shoots it, I want you to run into the crowd. <laughs> you're, not, you're not part of the team. You're just simply not part of the team. Every time LeBron has a ball, you run 10 rows up into the, like, section 117. Please, by all means, I don't want you getting run over. I don't want anything to happen to you. You've got you've got bird bones.
0: We've got one play we want you to do. We're setting you up to take a charge.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Your your ribs will explode. You're going to bust her in half. Your breastbone right there on the court. I need you to stand out there and when number 24 for the Lakers. The giant one? Yeah, when he starts barreling down on you. Just put your hands down and take the shot. That's my favorite thing about the WNBA. They coach the girls to take charges like men. And part of taking the hit is to cover your balls. Like you put both hands in front of your nut. The WNBA girls do it. <laughs> Why? You could take a charge with your hands you at want your that, side, ladies. Protect the curtains. Uh, yeah, we put up yeah. an artificial. <laughs> really? Ew. The curtains can be bruised that sure. badly in a charge. <laughs> oh my labs! Oh, I didn't hand up my labs. <laughs> I Tell you what, that lady should have lab-handed that thing because she just got <laughs> jacked. I'm writing her girl nuts, too.
1: Yeah, what do you do? One up top, yeah. one down below? You cover your boobs. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you should cross
3: your arms yeah. across your
0: chest. You ever try to contrast the labs? Brutal. Hot, <laughs> cold treatment?
3: <laughs> oh. yeah, you get in the bathtub is all you do. You got a little compress on it. This one's swollen. Is nope, that re- that's normal.
1: Brittany, get in there for some red light
3: treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I had a red light in my labs. it took a hell of a charge. Yeah, I put my hands over my breasts. Yeah, they cover up their nuts in the WNBA to take charges, and I think that's hilarious. Their desire to be so much like the men's league includes covering your balls on certain plays. I don't even know why they do it, but that's just the protocol for a charge. Every it prototype? also
0: protects the nails. Oh, that's
3: just sexist right there. Oh, sorry. I, I got to tell, tell you what, I'm surprised she didn't break through her four nails on that shot. <laughs> so as per the coach's orders, she's told to run as fast as she can away from the game. Because that's what you want on your team. Somebody who is told to leave the stadium. Ball's in the air, you get off the field. Yes, sir, coach. Is it because I'm not good? That's exactly it. So it's all bad. Everything's sensitive. Chris Collinsworth didn't say anything wrong, period. And if you, I think you'll have to apologize. It'll probably, it will all go. Everything always goes away. It's just a matter of how much we're going to have to go. Ugh. Because nobody's really mad. I don't know who writes this stuff. The Sarah Fuller fan. It's ridiculous. Anyway, what are you going to do? And Wednesday football is a catastrophe. Nobody should ever have to sit through that again. Trust me, I did it for my team winning. And you could tell these guys were just out of sorts. Completely missing. They've got short week, long week. Everyone short, short, was. It was. Production. Uh, the game was slow. Uh, yeah, the, the broadcast was weird. And it, I felt weird watching. The fandom was strange. There's nobody in the stadium. That was the most covid game that could be was that Steelers-Ravens thing yesterday, and it was a catastrophe. Neither team can walk off the field going, man, we played. There was a lot of good plays out there. Dropping passes, jogging. It just seemed like a practice. It didn't seem like anybody was into it. It
0: I didn't see. I know they have the certain uh, sponsors, but a couple of the commercial breaks, did they have the uh, normal afternoon commercials that would run during that? No, it was
3: uh, Sunday night football spots. It was like all insurance companies. Everything taken Phones and yeah. And for a little while there, I was kind of hoping NBC would switch over to Days of Our Lives because it had to be more entertaining than the football game was. It was awful. But you know who knows all about that is ladies. Don't act surprised when Even they're
0: sticking around and not going to the <laughs> soap opera.
3: And then Toledo's wife was in the crowd. I don't know if you guys watched it. There was one person that was screaming so yep. loud through the entire game. was like, if that bitch yells one more time, I'm going to strangle her. She knows too much about football, and she's loud. There was a single human being in the crowd screaming, Throw the flag! every play. Yeah. and She it was, was right near a mic. Permeating through the stadium and right into my house. It was awful. Yeah. But at least there's no Thursday night football, which is also the second worst thing they've done to football. Lady, period. it's a
0: timeout! <laughs> Throw the flag!
3: That lady's not the one I was talking about. She's typical dumb woman about football. <laughs>
1: Here we go. Here we go. You know what, Al?
3: I don't know that anybody knows football better than men. A couple ladies might have some questions. Most of them are pretty much our words about it. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Dumb, dumb women. Yeah, it was. It, it's not like you went off on ladies. And
0: he and Tariko were fine.
3: Torico's great, man. Yeah. They did all right. It was just slow. It was just a weird thing. It's like nobody really wanted to be there, including us watching. Uh, it's nine oh seven. There you go. Uh, ladies, you know plenty about football, but we still don't like it when you do. I'll be, I'll be the one who speaks for men again. I'll take the slings and arrows. We don't like when you talk football with us. A little bit, but it, it always turns into this, like, test, like you guys are trying to prove something. You can be interested, but when you know too much, it seems like you're trying to be one of us, and we don't want that. We don't want to bang our friends, for God's sakes. That's weird. You don't want to be that girl. Guten Tag, you and I will talk football. I'm cool with that. Because I don't think I could take her girth, you know. She, John, I she'd can, tear me up.
1: John, I can already <laughs> see the story coming. Three weeks from now, the end of the season, it's going to be announced she was pregnant the entire time while she was playing football, <laughs> furthering the story. I have never thought of that. Kicking for two. What if oh, we
3: let, oh, God, that. kicking for two is the Hallmark movie. <laughs> wow. This Friday on the Hallmark Channel, Sarah Fuller is kicking, kicking for two. <laughs> Coach, I'm pregnant. We'll get the hell off the field. Ah, oh, Christ, we're gonna have lawsuits. I didn't ever think that they can get pregnant when they play football. I thought it was like gymnasts and stuff. It just shut their bodies <laughs>
1: shut down. No, that's that. Oh, I won't even. Go
3: what? There. No, no. <laughs> what you're gonna say is two yeah, Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Now I have to know.
1: I'll tell you off air. Ah, damn it. Well, I'll whisper it later. <laughs> It's probably not that bad, but I'm not going. Yeah, just in case you get (laughs) ladies up your ass. (laughs) Anyway.
3: Kicking for two, I didn't even think of that. Like if you allowed women in sports, like there would be like a miscarriage eventually. Like, She might not know.
0: Right? You're not on the field.
3: You shouldn't be out there, especially in college where half of them are pregnant and they don't even know it for a couple weeks.
0: (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if that's true.
1: (laughs) That is
3: true. Most college girls that are pregnant don't know it for a while. Because They're not planning it right. I thought it was a, constipated. You'd find me one college girl that's like, I know I'm pregnant because I want to be one. Name one outside of BYU. Wow. Name one. Yeah, okay. they're always surprised when they're well, pregnant. You
1: took the qualifier
3: out, they're almost always surprised when they're pregnant. I won't even throw almost in there. There isn't a college girl out there that is like thrilled with the announcement of pregnancy, not one. And if they're playing football, we're gonna have that incident. And I tell you, Al, she took a shot out there, and there's a blood puddle like I've never seen on the field. What do you think that is, Al? Miscarriage, Chris. Wow. <laughs> I hope we believe in miracles today. There's, they're sweeping that up and trying to put it back in, but this is awful, Al. They shouldn't be out oh, there. Here like comes the Katie out of sick, the bottom of the dog throwing
0: pile. Throwing up on the sidelines before he goes on the field. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just getting something uh,
3: out Lawrence, of the way. Lawrence uh, Timmons just threw up all yeah. over the field. That's nothing compared to what Katie Fuller just did. <laughs> Her lower region just puked. She must have been pregnant. College girls get pregnant. They don't even know it, Al. Unfortunate day to be wearing the white pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The home whites are an unfortunate problem. Man, I wish they were wearing their red unis like the Cardinals pajama pants. Look, I, Katie's I got never a beer... thought of the yeah. pregnancy angle because I just, like gymnasts, I assume their entire body shuts down when they work too hard.
1: Texter says, look, Katie's
3: got a beer belly, too.
1: <laughs> don't hit me in the belly.
3: <laughs> but I, I, I've never thought about it. There's never been a pregnant like WNBA girl that had like a thing. Well, and there have been, but what? not like accidental. On who's the,
1: that? Um, oh, that was great,
3: Glory and uh,
1: for the well, win. That, not that one, but I'm talking early brilliant. on. Who is the MVP of the Houston Rockets? the or the their team,
3: the Comets. Comments. First off, this is WNBA trivia. Cheryl Swoops. I'm not playing. Cheryl Swoops. All right, good Finally for you. It. She got pregnant during Boom. the season. You know Had what I'm surprised about right now is this guy knows a lot about the WNBA. I mean, a lot of real intelligence. You apologize immediately. <laughs> That's shocking that the men know about this terrible basketball league. Yeah, I never thought of like uh, she's out with a miscarriage. <laughs> Thirty-seven how yard to- field How goal? would Tomlin handle that? We have a few people bumped and bruises from association <laughs> with play. Also, Sarah Fuller's out after a miscarriage. That was unfortunate. Bud's got a knee. He's going to miss the rest of the season. She's on the pregnant list. But unlike Sarah Fuller's uh, child, he will be back next year. (laughs) And we welcome that. (laughs) We accept that. We acknowledge that she lost her pregnancy on the field. We're going to clean that up, and we're going to shoot for better next week. Questions?
0: The first father, mother, son try on on a pro football team.
3: Hey, Coach Tomlin, what do you think of what happened to that pregnancy? Oh. <laughs> no comfort. <Okay. laughs> do you think some of your kicking problem was because of uh the, the miscarriage? I agree. <laughs> Can't have it. What do anyway. you think about uh Katie Fuller? <laughs> totally agree, coach. Totally agree. And uh coach, I do have to ask you one last thing. Uh when you signed her, what was that a sign of? Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, stop it. Chris Collinsworth didn't say anything bad. God, I never thought of the pregnancy angle. I hope that I'm kind of rooting for it now.
1: Oh, Texters, your scenarios are <laughs> awful. Let's have them. No.
3: <laughs> Show me. All right. Show me the filth.
0: Eight months pregnant for the win. 37-yarder.
3: There's been a fumble. Someone grabs the fetus instead and runs it off. Okay, no, that wouldn't happen. What? She's not going to be that pregnant.
1: See, you didn't finish it. I'm it's even gonna, worse. Dragging, dragging
3: the lady by the umbilical cord. The ball popped loose. Oh, that's not a ball. That's a child. And because she's wearing a skirt and no underpants, <laughs> it seemed as though that might have been a ball.
0: They're measuring for the first down. You can't no, aren't.
3: You assume that she gives birth and all of her clothes <laughs> right. blow off.
0: Like she's the Hulk <laughs> during a game.
3: Her clothes fell off, and then she gave birth to a human being.
1: Uh, after that tackle, it's been ruled too many men on the field.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is, this is bad. I told you. That's funny, though. Uh, 11 and a half men on the field. <laughs> We're not sure about his eligibility. Does it count if it's stillborn? I mean, Al, oh, it's just nothing Chris. but a lump at that point, like a shoe. I bought Women one on the bench
0: hooked up to the pump pumping <laughs> milk while you still
3: oh god we can't have this women you're not just allowed she's got the game. oxygen going I'm just going to go ahead and say no I'm with Chris Collinsworth women it's enough that you talk about it but stay off the field Sarah Fuller kicking again this Saturday going to watch that Vandy game that's the weird thing people will watch the PR part works they're going <laughs> to and, and there'll be people like me watching rooting for her to shank it
1: ESPN will be there Hell,
3: they'll be all over it telling me how important this is and it really isn't important at all she's accomplishing nothing she didn't want to play football She's on the soccer team. She's a good soccer player. Go shank another one, and then we'll all giggle. You'll be the Amelia Earhart of college girls football, and remember what happened to her. Didn't end well. The the greatest known female pilot crashed.
0: If she kicks it out of the uh, end zone, <sighs> you're like all right, would you come around on that?
3: Yeah, and then I'd ride my unicorn over to the free <laughs> burger house. And I'd eat all day because everything is not fat now. Dinner's on me, Bigfoot. <laughs> and beer doesn't make me drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah me, and, me and Bigfoot will take my, uh, my jerky links and we'll go over to my unicorn and we'll, we'll ride off to free food. <laughs> Kicks it through the end zone. <laughs> How many penalties were there to get her up yeah. to the 20? <laughs> the coach even said for field goals she's good from 15 and in.
1: You have to be on the two-yard line. No, from 15 in, you have to be in the end zone.
3: But that's true. Well, that's seven yards it's from the fence. 12-3. You're, right. You're right. It would be 18. Conduct. You're right. She's good from not having to kick. Okay. Anyway. Al, they're hiking from the end zone. Well, I'm surprised they even let that girl out. She kicks it, and she ran as fast as she could off the field. That ball went three feet, Al. She's more concerned about getting her and her unborn baby off the field. I would watch a whole pregnant football league, though. Nothing but pregnant ladies. Keep it fair, right? Ooh, bloodbath. <laughs> well, you know it. Planned Parenthood presents the Planned Parenthood Bowl. Unwanted pregnancies, and the girls, no, we're not going to take it out of you. you got to fight for it. Oh, God. <laughs> if you make it through, it was meant to be.
1: Stop creating game scenarios, texters. I
3: love the Planned Parenthood Bowl. Uh. I would watch that for days. There's a bunch of, a bunch of college girls who are not sure they want it or not, so they put them in a game.
1: John, I, for one, look for EA Sports' new electronic football with Katie Fuller as the kicker. Exactly, because she's as effective
3: as the vibrating thing. (laughs) You can get mad at me all you want. She can't kick. And you know what else? There's a thousand other guys who can't kick, too, and I'm allowed to say it about them. There's kickers that suck. Zane Gonzalez, tell me Cardinal fans are not mad about Zane Gonzalez. Can we get Katie Fuller? Yeah, but But the the double-doink guy for the Bears fan? Forget it. Brady's I mean, favorite, sorry. the
1: Catman.
3: Who's that? El oh, Catanzaro. Catanzaro. Is that your favorite? <laughs> I had... Did he have a nickname for the cat? It's the only one
1: I think he knew the whole
3: time. El Gato! Catman! El Gato! <laughs> Gato Diablo de Guadalupe! There you go. That's enough. Women, it's, it's fun when you talk. It's 98 KUPD. 98, 98. What? 98 No way! 2020 is coming to an end, and we are not mad about it. In fact, at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're celebrating with huge savings. You pay what we
2: pay with Employee Pricing Plus at the Big Finish Sales Event, happening now. So this holiday season, wrap up 2020 with a win and get big savings on every new Chrysler Dodge Jeep and
3: Ram. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road, or just do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get
2: more.